everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. It's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about happiness. I don't think I've done a straight up happiness podcast since like my first one when I did the 10 ways to be happier. And I think it's a great one. This is, I believe, the second or the third to last podcast of the year. And I think it's just uh, about like starting to think about going into 2022 on um, what you want out of life. And when I'm, I'm noticing a pattern with people. Uh, when I talk to them, you know, I've t- I talked to a lot of my friends about like we were talking about goals um, and I've talked to my husband, obviously, and I talked to my friends and uh, my family and people in my masterminds and all the things. And I'm seeing a trend is that people are like, you know what, in 2022, I really want to focus on me. I really want to focus on uh, enjoying life. I really want to focus on the things that are really important to me, like my friends and my family. I want to put that at the forefront. That's what I feel like everybody's saying. And maybe that's just the people I'm talking to, but, but I feel like that's the, the general thing. Like it's just these last couple of years have been pretty rough, right? Uh, for a lot of people. So it's, it's about like changing that, that thing, like instead of waiting for this joy and this happiness, like towards the end of our lives, right? Like a lot of times, uh, there's this, I don't even know, like this conditioning on like happiness uh, is when you have everything lined up, when everything's absolutely perfect, right? When you have the perfect job, you have the perfect husband or wife, or you have the perfect spouse, you have the perfect kids, you have you have the perfect, um, I don't know if I said house already, but <laughs> you have your perfect house, you have all the perfect things, perfect car, and then, and then you have the choice to be happy, right? Like, and then you're happy. But let's be honest, a lot that does not happen. Okay, that doesn't happen very. At least doesn't. I don't know anybody that has perfect everything. They maybe things may be pretty damn good, but it may not be perfect, right? And if you have that expectation, or if you if you're told that you should, if you're constantly told that's what you need to have, you may never feel happiness, you know. And then it's like, what the heck is the point of doing all these things, of working so hard, of, of you know, doing X Y Z that you do every single day, if you never feel that actual joy of life, right? So in my course, I do have a course on happiness. I actually want to turn that on its head. So this podcast is gonna be a very, very condensed version of my course. Now, just to give you some context, my course is eight weeks long and there's modules and videos and workbooks and calls, all these things. This podcast is probably gonna be about 30, 35 minutes. So so you you can get that it's, I want it's going to be more high level. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to say all the things that I say in the in my course in 30 minutes. But I just want you to start thinking, um, thinking a little differently. Or I don't even want to say differently. Thinking because you may be thinking like this already. You may be on your path. It's just thinking on how I think of about happiness as a skill because I don't think um, you have to wait to have all these things in order to feel happy. I think it's the opposite. I think when you feel that joy and happiness in your heart, all those things are easier to attain. They're easier to go after. So 
for example, let's say um, you are one of the, the pillars, which I'll, I'll go through the five pillars that um, I break down in my course. One of them is health and wellness. And one of the biggest things that we talk about is most people have some kind of goal, right? It may be a health goal, it may be a body goal, or like a weight loss, you know, eating, so, something around the, along those lines. And if you absolutely um, believe that you cannot... You're, when you get to that perfect weight, you're going to be so ecstatic. You're going to be so perfect. You're going to be so happy. Like it's just going to be like the best. You're going to be so excited. But until then, you're going to hate your body. You're going to look at your mirror, the mirror and you're going to be like, oh, she's such a fat ass. Like well, saying all these things to yourself. I can almost guarantee that you will never get to that goal weight and be happy about it and stay there because you have your it's because it's like switched. However, if you if you learn to love the body that you're in, right, regardless of how much weight you have, regardless if you have acne, all the things, right? Like like this is we literally spend the whole week on and there's exercises and all the things on self-talk. Like it's so important. So we we go through. Um, so basically, I'm trying to flip it. So it's saying I'm going to love my body. And because I love my body so much, because I love me and this, because we're not our body, right? We're our soul. But because the, the vessel that houses our soul, because I love this thing that allows me to get up and to do these things and to work and to work out, I love this body. I'm going to, uh, what is the word? I'm going to uh, reward myself by working out. I'm going to reward my body by eating a good meal, right? And you start thinking that way and it becomes so much easier to reach your goal. So you see, that's just one of the things that we do. It's like flipping it because the first thing I want you to start thinking about is what is happiness to you? Now, I can't tell you what that is. And I think that's uh, an also an issue a lot of people have is that they're they, we've been told what happiness should be. We've been told what enjoyment, what fun, what, what success. But at the end of the day, only you can tell yourself what those things are so that you, because your idea of happiness and what that feels like, looks like each day is different from mine, right? So in, even like if I'm giving things, examples and all these things on the podcast, this is just, these are just my examples. I want you to take that and think about what it means for you. So that's how we start off, right? So I just want you to think, what does actual happiness mean to you? And be careful with putting uh, future things like today. I want you to think if you were happy today, like, what does that feel like? What does that look like? What does that mean? Okay, and then the five pillars that we're gonna we're gonna work through on this um, podcast is one mindset. Okay, your mind is everything. If your mind's uh, a mess, and I mean that with love, the rest of the 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 things are just it's gonna be hard, right? So your mindset is everything. Two, health and wellness, uh, and it's that's gonna look different for everybody, right? Like. Um, for me, at certain times in my life, health and wellness meant getting my immune system where it needed to be. At other times, it meant losing a couple of pounds or at other times it meant strength. So just it's going to be different for everybody. And in there, we're going to talk it, that we're, we're I'm going to go through it in a little bit. But we're going to talk about like how you treat yourself, like actual <laughs> like your wellness. OK, three is relationships. OK, this is huge to our happiness because 
we most of us don't live i'm pretty sure none of us live on a mountain all by ourselves and we don't talk to anybody we have relationships and those can affect us in different ways so we're gonna go through that and then four is career slash business slash hobby so i lumped everything in there because Somebody might have one of those, somebody might have two of those, somebody might have three of those. So just depending on the person, your what you do for a living or what you do outside of, um, I don't even know what the word is, but what you do, most of us, this is our full-time thing. And that full-time thing looks differently. It could be a full-time mom. It could be a full-time business owner. It could be a full-time lawyer, right? It looks different for everybody. So it goes into that and what what that means to you and how that can affect your happiness as well. And then lastly, again, this one's kind of lumped together is environment, the things around us, like our physical environment. I do talk about your digital environment. Uh, and then we talk about fun. I put fun in there because I 100% see people that legit don't know how to have fun and have forgotten to have fun as adults because it's like we're supposed to be like serious adults blah 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 whatever that bs is so we talk about like what does that mean to you you know and then rest oh my gosh resting so important towards your happiness now with this we break it down so we take each of these and we're gonna go through and i've actually done a separate podcast on every single one of these i but I'm like 99.9% sure. I probably should have checked before I said that statement, but I'm pretty sure sometimes I have a general plan, uh, just so you know, when I'm making these podcasts, but you know how things just pop up in your head and I just say things. <laughs> so that was, I'm, I'm like pretty sure. Okay. So what is the, is, I call it the big four. And the first one is stories, right? What are the stories that we're telling ourselves? Um, this one is, let, well, let, I'm gonna go through all four. I'll say what they are and then I'll break them down. So there's stories, labels, self-talk and gratitude. So stories are things that we tell ourselves. We all say stories and I for sure, now that I'm saying it, I know I did a podcast on this. So it's basically, we all tell ourselves stories. Whether this story is a good story or a bad story is up to you or a neutral story. So let's say, um, your friend doesn't call you back. Um, you can make up you, most of us will say a story on what happened. So the story can be, oh my gosh, she's mad at me, which we don't know if that's true or not. Uh, or, oh, I guess she's busy. She'll get, get back to me later. Or that, you know, that's, that's a pretty good example. I don't need any more. You get it, right? So we have these stories. So I want you to think about, do you have these stories in your life? And particularly for mindset and for health and wellness and relationships and career uh, and environment, fun, rest, all those things. So, uh, and it's, I'm trying to, because I don't want this podcast to be like 20 million <laughs> minutes long, but I also want to give you as much value as I possibly can. So one, I will link up the, the podcast that goes to stories. So if you want to get deeper into that, but what I'm saying is go through mindset, right? We have stories around mindset, okay? So we, we think like, oh, I can't, I'm not one of those people that can have a positive mindset. I'm not one of those people that can, um, that is ever going to, to love working on their personal development, blah, blah, blah. This is a story. It is this, you make the story up. You might as well make up a good one. Okay, so this is one of the biggest things I see 
people doing. And I have a whole exercise on how to actually break this down so that you can break these stories up. And then once you notice that you're doing these things, because we all do it, like literally all day, every day, then you start flipping it to like a neutral story. And then you start flipping it to a positive story instead of always going to the negative, right? And you can think of how you can apply that to each of the pillars. So that's one of the big four. Two is labels. So labels are huge, right? Like we all have labels. So like labels are like ginormous, right? Like I can say that I am a gym owner, right? I can say that I am a wife. I, I'm a sister, like all these labels. And sometimes what happens with those labels, not always, but sometimes we attach a meaning, uh, a weight to that, a significance to that, that you may not resonate with. Okay. So for example, it actually, I don't like referring to myself as a gym owner. I actually like, because I don't feel like I'm Amy, the gym owner. I'm, I'm Amy and I happen to own a gym. And because for me, that puts me in a box that definitely puts me in a box of, I am just a gym owner. And I remember um, when I first started doTERRA, because that was what the label that people were putting on me, even though I never introduced myself as that, but um, I ended up, when I first, first started doTERRA, a video of me doing my first class ended up going like on in a lot of the, the channels of groups and stuff in doTERRA. So a lot of people knew already before they met me and it pigeonholed their vision of me and they would all be like, oh, you could, you're into fitness, you're into this, blah, blah, blah. And to me, I don't feel like, like I, I'm not one of those people that absolutely loves like working out and all that. I do it because it works for my body. But I've my the gym was original. It's always been my husband's passion. So to me, it, it felt misaligned with me. And it took me a little bit because I was like, wait, am I only a gym owner? Am I is this all I can do? And then when I started branching out into DoTerra and my course, it was like, no, I'm Amy, and I happen to own a gym. I also happen to sell essential oils. I also happen to. Uh, have a real estate company with my husband. I also happen to have a happiness course. I also happen to have blah, blah, blah. We have all these other things. So to, it's getting rid of that label. And I know one of the ones that uh, was a big one for people going through the course was the label of mom, right? Like I'm only a mom. And it's like, of course, for a lot of, for most mothers, like being a mom is like the most important thing. I'm not a mom, so I can't say, <laughs> but, but I could imagine that that's like, the best thing ever to become a mom. But a lot of times people are like, well, I don't want to just be a mom and they feel guilty that they're saying uh, it's not enough to just be a mom. And it's like, that's that label on yourself. And sometimes people put it on you. So working through getting that, like be saying, I am whoever, whatever your name is, and I am a mom, but it's not your whole identity. And that goes for anything right? There's a million labels and they could be, again, the same thing with the story. It could be positive. It could be negative. It could be neutral. But how is that affecting all the areas in your life, right? It could be when you're, you, when you, let's look at the last pillar, right? Uh, fun, right? You may have labeled yourself as not a fun person. Like you're just like, I'm not a fun person. Well, what does that freaking mean, right? It just may, you may think that because, what you, what the, what most people think of as fun, you don't enjoy. That does not mean that you're not a fun person. It means you just like different shit <laughs> and that's okay. Right. So you could, it's like clearing that up and like letting those 
labels go and you're like, well, no, I love doing all these things. I love finding enjoyment in these. Like your thing may be museums. You may love to go to museums and most people don't find those fun. <laughs> so, but you find them fun. I actually particularly love museums. But most people don't find them <laughs> that enjoyable. And that doesn't mean that it's not a fun activity. It just means that's not their thing and it's yours, right? So that's, that's labels. Another, uh, the third one is self-talk. So this one is huge, right? So what is your self-talk on everything? With your mindset, with your health and wellness. Obviously health and wellness is, uh, about like what you tell your about what you tell yourself about your body uh, with relationships is what you tell yourself about what your partner may be thinking or what somebody may be thinking and it's like you start getting down on yourself and and just really like beating yourself up right and this whole thing is about becoming your own best friend right so one of the things that we go through is an exercise of talking to yourself if you if you had a friend right like you have this great friends or think of somebody that you absolutely love in your life and they are telling you a problem that they have and you what would you say right you would say all this positive stuff and you you, and you may give them some like tough love but it's still you come from a place of like loving and not wanting to like destroy their feelings right like even even if you're saying criticism you're saying it in a way that they can understand it and they take it in but think about if if it was you if you were telling yourself that would you do it the same or or we in our head saying oh you're a freaking idiot i can't believe you did that like you should know better blah blah, blah. like you talk to yourself that you most people not i don't want to generalize but most people talk to themselves in a way that they would never tell anybody else right and it's about switching that like be your own best advocate like you're in your head a hundred percent of the time like you can't leave that that voice in your head is going with you everywhere so it's about working on that in all the different areas and making sure that whatever you're going to tell yourself day in and day out because that's what you're hearing is going to be something that fuels you and pushes you forward and i don't mean push you forward and just to attain something. I mean, push you forward in living your, a life that you absolutely love, okay? And, and whatever that means to you. And then gratitude. This is huge, right? Just being extremely grateful for all the things um, in our lives. And this is one of the biggest things that I do for my happiness. It's when I, um, and this is super condensing one of the exercises, but when I am hitting a wall with like a problem or, uh, you know, something happens, I sit back. Like if I start, if I find myself like spinning, you know, uh, you, I'm sure we've all dealt with something that you're like, oh my God, oh my God. Like you just like panic, full on panic, worry, ain't like all the things, right? I take a step back and sometimes I have to do this on paper. Um, most of the time I can do, I can run through it in my head, but I highly recommend if you're not used to doing this, do it on paper, but writing all the things that are going well, going well with that situation, um, and just kind of taking it in stride, right. And just taking it, it helps take it down a notch. It really, 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 really does. And it's, it can be hard, but just thinking of all the things you have to be grateful for is is the best thing in the world, right? So for example, I'm trying to think of something real world that I haven't shared before. So let me think, let me think, let me think. Uh, so I have, I have a weak immune system and my immune system is just 
is a struggle sometimes. <laughs> and I get, uh, I unfortunately, I get, maybe it is fortunately, but <laughs> depending on how you want to look at it. So I have never, I cannot be one of those people that just eats and drinks whatever they want. Um, I see people that do it and they just have stronger immune systems than me. If I go overboard with that, I will get sick. Um, and I don't mean like, like stomach sick, like you're just like, oh, you ate too much. I mean, like my immune system is like, we're not going to do that. And now you're sick and I'll get like a cold. I'll get like a sinus infection. I'll just get all the things. Right. Um, and when that happens, that, that actually happened to me, I want to say like two, three weeks ago. And I like, when it first happens, I get so like down on myself. Like the first time when I notice that I'm getting sick, so I'm like, God damn it. With all the things with all the oils and all the supplements and all the things that I do, I still allowed myself to get sick. But then I think about it and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have gratitude for the fact that I do have oils that I can use them to get uh, to get over this, whatever I'm dealing with a hell of a lot faster than if I didn't have them. I do have these supplements and they're going to help me do the same. I do have access to um, to be able to rest, you know, because I am, I make my own hours and I am my own boss. I can I uh, I'm so grateful that I can take a day off if I need it and just relax and and not have to worry about like calling out sick or somebody covering my shift and I I just think about all the things that I'm grateful for and that doesn't take away that my sickness right like I'm still freaking sick when I'm going through that it takes away the the negative self-talk it takes away the the stories that I'm telling about my, on myself, like it just, it kind of clears my mind and lets me focus on just healing instead of guilting and shaming myself for, for letting myself get sick. Right. So that's just one of the examples that I personally have find myself because it's, it's also like the pressure of like, Amy, you have a freaking podcast called happy health. Like you literally sell wellness products. You have a gym. Like, how can you get your sick sick? You know what I mean? I go through that. And so when I have those thoughts, I immediately, like I said, either journal or I just run through them in my head, like on the repeat, I tell myself, I'm going to be grateful for this. I'm going to be grateful for that. And it helps. So what we do is what I want you to do is like for mindset, this is really big on thinking, okay, where is your mindset? Like, obviously, I in the course, we go deep into the stories. We go deep into labels. We go deep into self-talk and deep into gratitude. Uh, so much so that it's actually two modules. Because once you start noticing these things in all aspects of your life, you're going to be like, holy crap. I see now <laughs> why why I snapped at my, my husband. I see why I wanted to just strangle that coworker. I see why I had all these plans to go to the gym and I haven't gone in a month, right? Like you start seeing it and it just clears it up so much for you. So that's why... I went through on and went through those big four because that is the that is the majority of mindset. Then we get into health and wellness. So health and wellness is about redefining what that means to you. Because what I have found is that people have all these expectations on what health and wellness means. Like what how they should be like what's the perfect diet? What's the perfect weight? What's the perfect blah 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 blah? What's the perfect exercises, right? And there's no one size fits all for anybody. So it's about redefining that for you, right? Like figuring out what that means for you. Like for me, I have learned 
and I believe I've shared this on this podcast before, but I used to do CrossFit for a long, long time. Like I did it for years. And while I got stronger and my, you know, my strength went up and all that stuff, it was so hard on my body. Uh, I have osteoarthritis in my lower back. I, had con- I have chondromalacia on both my knees. I had surgery on both of them when I was 19, and it did a whole lot of nothing. So, <laughs> so that was great. Um, I have a rib that pops out constantly, so much so that my husband has learned to pop it back in. Uh, and I, my body's just, it's a lot, right? So obviously CrossFit. And even I, you know, given that I am a certified, technically a certified trainer, I know how to not push my body to the point, but it was just a lot. And also I never felt like my body really, truly changed, right? Even though I was going and eating well. And over the last few months, I realized that that's just not, that's not my thing. And I stopped doing it. Um, because I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And I started doing pure bar. Um, and as you can, you probably notice if you follow me on Instagram that I go pretty much every day and it's so, so freaking low impact and so fantastic for my body. And my body has changed more in a year of doing pure bar than I, I can't even say I've done, I did CrossFit for so freaking long. Then it's been at least four years of doing CrossFit. So that just goes to show you. And I share all that because it doesn't mean this doesn't. I list. I hope you take this in. This doesn't mean CrossFit is bad. Pure Bar is the end all be all. So if you're doing CrossFit or if you're doing any kind of weight training, I need you to stop doing it right now and do Pure Bar. No, 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 no. I need. I want you to think about. I had to redefine what actually worked for my body. Like Pure Bar has been amazing for me, for my body, because. I, I don't know, my, my joints and all my things are just a mess. And because of the small, tiny movements and because of the low impact of it, and we do so many abs, which obviously it helps my, my core, which includes my lower back. So it, it helps with all the things I have going on. My rib has not, knock on wood, <laughs> popped out in quite some time. And I attribute it to all the like tiny twists and all the things that we do in Pure Bar. So it works so much for me. Right. But somebody else may go into CrossFit and be like, holy shit, this is the thing. They may have been doing pure bar. They go into CrossFit and they're like, oh, my God, this is it. This is what I was missing. Okay, so with that health and wellness, I want you to think about what actually works for you. Same thing with diet. You know, like I eat for the most part, very simple meals. Like I can tell you for lunch today, I had Brussels sprouts um, with rice and avocado. That's it. Um, I tend to not, and again, this is not 100%. For the most part, when I'm at home and I make my own meals during the week, I tend to not mix carbs and protein. I usually have carbs and a veggie and veggies and protein. Um, So that is how I eat. I find that that works for me. My body likes it, and that has been fantastic. My husband, when like tonight I'm making chicken thighs, and I'm probably going to make kale or something like that. I have uh, the rest of the rice that I made for lunch. I saved for him because he likes to have all three, right? He likes to have a carb, protein, and a veggie. So it, that's just that just works for him. So it's about not pigeonholing yourself into, oh, my friend did keto and she got all these results and you try it. You've been doing it for solidly for three months and you're like miserable. And you're like, what the hell's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. Just doesn't work for your body. So going, thinking about like what actually works for you in that realm. And of course we go through the same thing. 
We go through the stories you have around your health and wellness. We go through the labels you have around that. We go through the self-talk and we go through the gratitude. So you can start thinking about like, where, what self-talk are you saying to yourself about your, your health and wellness? What do you, what labels have you put on yourself? One label that, uh, that fits in that pillar is I am, I'm not into exercise or, or I'm not an exerciser. I'm not an athlete or I've always been blah, 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 right? Like you just, there's labels that we say and is it true? Is it, I don't know, right? And it's not for me to decide, right? It's about you thinking about, can you let go of that label so that you can grow into whatever you want to grow into? The next thing is relationships. So this is one, this is great. <laughs> we, we go through, um, I want you to think about what can and can you not control, right? So a lot of times we will um, depend our happiness on other people and you can't. You can't do that because you can't control other people's actions. You absolutely cannot. So uh, it's about going through like your rules and expectations on the relationships that you have. Like what are your rules and expectations? And does the other person in that relationship with you, whether it's your kids, your coworkers, your spouse, uh, your friends, do they know those things? And you're like, you may be thinking, Amy, I don't have any rules and expectations. Everybody has rules and expectations. You may not label them like that, or you may not say that that's what they are, but that's what they are. So just figuring those out and start thinking about like, if you have an expectation, um, that it may be like, and I'm generalizing hundred percent just to give you this example. So let's say you are married and you grew up in a household that the expectation was that the husband always took care and did all the oil changes, right? Like he just made sure like your maybe your father um, or whoever the, the man was in your household always did that, right? So in your head, you grow up and think husbands check the, the car every X amount of whatever. I don't even know how, I just wait for my car to tell me that I need to change. But however, like, you're like, they do it. They take the car and they get it done. Now, your husband may have grown up in a household where his mom did not, uh, his husband, well, I'm getting all confused. His father did not do that. His mom just handled it, right? She just did the oil changes, blah, blah, blah. Super simple. And you're like, Amy, why are you freaking talking about oil changes? Because it's those little things in relationships that turn into big things. So now, years later, you're married and your husband is not taking care of your oil changes. And you just get into your car and you're like, what the hell? And then you tell him, you're like, hey. And he's like, well, just take it down to uh, Discount Tire or whatever the hell that place is called. I don't know. The, the thing by me, not Discount Tire. That's not what they do the oil changes whatever the oil change places. Uh, and he's just like, in his head, he's like, why is she asking me to do it? All she has to do is drive up and then they'll make it, they'll do it right there. You just wait and it'll be done. And in your head, you're like, I cannot believe he does not care about me enough to take care of this, right? That's your expectation. It's also a story that you're saying because you think because your husband's not doing the oil change that he it means X, Y, Z, right? So you can see how these all kind of go in together so now with that relationship thing like figuring that out what can you control what can't you control it's huge in terms of our relationships so going back to the stories labels self-talk gratitude we go through those again in that pillar okay um now let's go on to career so career slash business slash hobby this one is about making decisions so in any of those decisions need to be made 
right? Every single day we're making decisions. So obviously this does apply to uh, the other pillars or things outside of that one pillar that we're talking about right now. But for the most part, because the your career, business, or hobby is the, the thing that you're doing for the most for most of the day, that's where most of your decisions tend to happen, right? And one of the things that I talk about with decisions is there's three things to do in a decision when you have to make a decision. It's one, um, where if you're trying to go one way or the other, right, is accept it for what it is and whatever that means for that change it, right? Change the situation. Uh, and then, or number three, which I don't recommend, <laughs> is complain about it and do nothing, right? So let's say you have to, you're, you've been waiting, uh, let's say you've been working on a job for X amount of years, you were promised a promotion, you were promised a, a bigger role, blah, blah, blah. The time has come, your supervisor's like, no, actually, we're not gonna do that, blah, 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 okay? Of course, go through the, you're going to feel emotions with that. I'm not telling you to stop with those emotions because that's, that is frustrating, right? Unless you're promised something and, and then it's not given, right? So go through the emotions and we use the, the, uh, the self-talk and the gratitude to go through something like that, right? Like you, you use it because you might, you may go down a path of like, oh, I guess I'm not good enough, like blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and you could do that or you can go through the gratitude and you could do both. Okay. I'm grateful for this job. I'm grateful that I had the opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Um, but now you have a decision to make. Okay. So you can either one accept that you're not getting that promotion and what needs to be done, right? How can you stay at that job and be okay with it? Right. Like, so, cause once you accept that, it's about moving forward with it. Okay. And that's, I think, where we get tripped up with decisions. It's like we accept it, but then we're, we're un, super unhappy. Right. So how can you accept it? And what steps do you need to take so that it's, it's the good, it's where you want to be or change it? You have, you can look for another job. You can say, Hey, um, I, is there another department I can go to? The, obviously it depends on the situation. So. Or you can get a recruiter and help a rec- and the recruiter can help you get a job. And then what steps do you need to do for that? Or you can stay and just complain and just kind of be in limbo and just be miserable, right? So I know it's like super condensing it, but I'm, I'm, I'm at 33 minutes right now. So I'm trying to make sure that I don't keep you forever. <laughs> but, but I still give you what I'm, what I mean with this. So, and it's also about like finding that joy in our, in our careers or in our business or in a hobby, because like I said, we're doing this the majority of the time. And I don't care what anybody says, you should like your job or you should like what you're doing the majority of the time. And if you don't, no one says you have to stay there, right? I, I, it's a very big misconception, um, that you have to stay in a career just because you went down that path. Like you have to change it. And this I'm speaking from a hundred percent, um, experience. I spent, uh, a lot, a lot of money on grad school to become an accountant. I uh, thankfully didn't spend a lot of money on undergrad because I got scholarships, but I spent a lot of money on it. And I went through, I did three years in undergrad. I did an accelerated program and then I did two years of grad school. I went to, um, one of the big four firms out of college and I was like on track for all these things and I was freaking miserable and I left it. And it's crazy. It, to people, to some people, because you're like, you put in all that time and energy and effort, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but isn't it crazier to stay in a career for like 20, 30 years because I put in 
uh, with the five years with school and then I six years, like I did put in 11 years, but it's like, why am I going to put in another 20, 30 years being miserable? Like I might as well just cut it off at the 11 years and go down a path that is serving me. Right. So it's, um, to me, I don't look at that as wasted, right? I, I That's a story that I w- was telling myself that that's a waste. It's like, no, I learned so much in college. I learned so much being an accountant. I learned skills that I 100% still use uh, to this day. Case in point, my, my husband was, um, yesterday I was at the gym and our assistant was doing something on a, on a spreadsheet and um, my husband was trying to show him something and I was in the corner working and he couldn't remember the, like how to do something. And I, he asked me, cause he knows like I'm obsessed with Excel and Google Sheets. And he's like, hey, do you know how to do X, Y, Z? And I couldn't remember either, but, but by literally muscle memory, like my fingers remembered. I know that sounds freaking crazy, but I was like, okay. And I had to like, you know, when you can't like remember a number unless you like type it in the phone or something like that, it's the same thing. Like I literally got it and I don't know the last time I used that, but that's a skill I learned as being an accountant that I literally used yesterday and I haven't been an accountant for a very, very long time. So it's still, it's not a waste, right? So that's what the career one is. It's about digging deep and figuring out what's your, your passion. And then lastly, it's about, oh my goodness, this is my favorite one. Honestly, like, I think mindset and this one, I love, I love that I, and I started and ended with my, <laughs> my favorites because your environment is huge. That's why I do so many things on organization and systems and processes because your digital environment, your physical environment, they make a difference on how you feel every single day. When you wake up and things just feel the way you want them to feel, right? Because it's different for everybody. It just, it just changes your mood. It changes your, how you go through life. It just changes everything, right? So we go through how to do that and all, all the things. Um, and then rest. Oh my goodness. I cannot tell you the amount of people that don't know how to rest. And my biggest advice on this one is schedule it. Put it on your freaking calendar. Okay. Put it as an appointment and you don't need to, and nobody, in your life needs to know that that appointment is with you. I say this all the time and I'm gonna keep freaking saying it until everybody in the world does it. But if I have something on my schedule, like case in point, every day at 8.15, I am at Pure Bar. And if you want to meet me at nine or even at 9.15, because I do, uh, when we move to our new house, it is kind of far. Um, so I am not back at 9.15. <laughs> so. I, nope, you can't meet with me. And I said, I just, I can't meet at that time. I don't need to give you, and obviously if you're listening to this, you know why, but I don't need to give an explanation. I don't feel like I need to, to, to move or cancel my workout because I just say, I can't meet at that time. Here are some other times, right? And respecting those, your own boundaries with rest, because in that, I know you may be like, Amy, that's not rest. But to me, that's like a restful time for my brain. that makes sense obviously it's not restful for my body but when I'm at pure bar my mind is at pure bar you cannot message me you cannot text me I'm literally a hundred percent focused on trying not to crumble (laughs) as we do all those things and I love it and so it's all about like being there and then when I'm reading my book my phone is off I take off my apple watch when I'm like reading my book and like legit like 
uh, into my book, like that's my rest time. I take my Apple Watch off. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. And unless you're in my favorites, you can't reach me. And you may think that's crazy. And obviously, like, you're like, Amy, but I have somebody is in somebody sick and blah, blah, blah. Like, make your own rules and boundaries and all that. But that's for me. And the like, everybody that's in my family can reach me. They're my fav- favorites. So they they can get through. But other than that, you can't reach me. And I literally have it on my schedule. Like, I shit you not. I have read novel on my schedule every single day. <laughs> And it's it's late at night, so most times it's never, I don't think ever, somebody's ever like, oh, can you meet at that time? Because it is pretty late. But I would say no. I'm like, this, I'm resting. My brain is done. This is me time. So putting that on, giving yourself that allowance to do that is huge. And we talk about that. And we talk about how to actually do that and let go of that. And then fun. Uh, this is... So a lot of times people don't know how to have fun. They're like, I forgot how to have fun. Or like, we become an adult all of a sudden. And it's like fun just gets knocked off the damn table. And it's like, who the hell made that rule? Like, <laughs> I know it sounds like, you know, funny when I say it like that. But think about it. Like, do you actually have fun in your life? Do you actually like schedule fun? Like, do you say, okay, I'm going to do this because it's fun. I'm going to do this because I want to. I'm going to do this because, not because you're expected to or, and it, just because it's the, literally the only thing that you get at it is it was fun. Like it was enjoyable, right? There doesn't have to be an end result or like um, a huge, like whatever. Like I've done painting classes and the last painting one that I did, I didn't particularly like my end result, but it doesn't matter because I had a great time. And then I've done other ones that I actually love it and I, I hung it up in my office. So it just depends, right? It, that's what I'm saying. Don't think of it as a result. Sometimes fun is just fun. And what does that mean to you? So I'm going to wrap up here because I try to, it's hard to take eight weeks of stuff. And clearly I just like barely scratched the, the surface, but I'm at 41 minutes here. So my whole thing with this is redefining all those things, like literally redefining what it is and it's I actually created a method that I call I I have a very fancy name for it it's called the 3R method very fancy (laughs) I couldn't think of a fancier name and it's literally revealing what it is right like what is happiness to you what is health and wellness like revealing what it is releasing all the crap that you may have around it and then redefining it for yourself So we go through that for each of the pillars. And of course, literally, I will link up all the podcasts that I have on those things. You may not need to or want to take my course. And you can listen to these podcasts. You can read books. I've made so many suggestions. And you can just Google and find all the things and take it on your own. Absolutely. There are certain things in my life that I absolutely have pieced together and figured out on my own. And there are other things that I love to take a course for. If you would like to do that and go on this journey of finding out what happiness means to you and becoming a happier person and going through these exercises, going through these modules, come join me. Because starting, if like I said, if you're listening to this, when it comes out, we have about a month before I am launching this again and it's actually going to launch. And let me make sure I got the right date so I don't tell you craziness. January 10th is when you're going to have access to the first module. January 12th is the first call. 
So if you're interested in learning more about it, you can go to amycatanio.com forward slash happiness program. You will see a whole bunch of information on there. If you would like to get on a quick call and if you have more questions, just reach out to me on my website. You can go to amycatanio slash contact me. Actually, let me check that because, you know, sometimes I'd be saying craziness and I don't want you to, let's see, let's see, because sometimes I'd be crazy. You just, you can reach out to me anywhere, you, like on Instagram, send me a message. Hold on, I'm pretty sure, oh, there it is, contact me. That's not it either. Stand by. See, everybody thinks I got my act together at all times. I promise you, I do not. <laughs> All right, so like I said, this program is, I'm super excited about it. I'm, I'm gonna get this link. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna make this work. So I'm super excited about it. You can see all the, the info and in terms of pricing and all that, but just know I will be there every step of the way with you. You have access to ask me any questions. We're going to, it is contact. So it's amycatanio.com forward slash contact. I was right the first time. I just gotta be confident in my... <laughs> abilities. I don't know why the, the link wasn't working the first time I typed it in. Anyway, so this is the my absolute passion. I poured my heart and soul into this course, and I'm so excited to bring it to the world for a second time. Um, and I actually love that a lot of the people that went through the first one are still friends. Um, and if you just meet, you know, you get to hear other people's stories and uh, go through these modules and the workbooks and have these exercises. And it is it is just fantastic. So like I said, if you'd like to join me, the website is amycatanio.com forward slash happiness program. And you can find the link in the show notes below. And uh, you can also, if, you see, if you're following me on Instagram, it, it's in, the link is on my bio. Um, and you can also find it on my Facebook. So that's it for today. I went, I was trying to talk as fast as I could, but there's so much information. I just want to give you guys all the information, all of it. All of it, all of it, all of it. So we could all be happier and healthier together. But all right, that's it for today. I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.